Yo, what's up? Dirty Harris here on a Sunday. It's 1 o'clock, and I'm driving at, uh, what, 5 miles an hour in traffic in Phoenix on the I-10. I'm in the bridge right now. I'm under the, uh, the tunnel, in the tunnel right now. And I'm wondering, where the fuck's everybody going? You know what I mean? Uh, and then I start thinking, you know, we're either looking at our phones... Driving our cars, working, sleeping, and eating. That's it. Uh, you know, like, I, it's taking me, I'm going to drive over to my show, but I'm going to stop at the gym first, right? So I'm going to go drive 45, 50 minutes from Scottsdale to the gym. It's 50 minutes, and then I'm going to do the gym thing, which the gym thing, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm there probably an hour. Sometimes I stay there longer because I do all the other, you know, the wellness stuff, jump in the pool, hot tub, and all stuff. And then uh, I'll drive another 25 minutes and go do my show, and then I'll drive another 30 minutes to go back to the house where I'm staying, and I already drove t 30 minutes this morning, so 30, 30, 30. And uh, two and a half hours of driving, uh, five hours of gigging at seven, you know, and then, uh, yeah, it's just fucking nuts. It's, it's crazy how, what you do with your time, you know, and we act like we got tons of it, and, you know, you don't, man. You got a lot of time, man. In the day, think about the day, man. If you let a couple hours slip away in the day where you're, like, jerking off, looking at your phone, maybe doing both, um, and... You know, the next thing you know, your fucking day's over, man. And let alone if you fuck up, you get like an argument with one of your kids or your wife or your friend or your family, you know, and then you get, and then you're trying to recover from that. And, and you know, you know, there's only, you got, you, man, you got to just, you, you know, you, you basically, every day, man, you just got to, you got to get up and just, you know, try to navigate it, you know, and try to have a perfect day. And it's not possible, but you can get pretty damn close some days. I've had days, like, where weekends where I'm just like, man, I just did some shows and, you know, I connected with lots of people and made some money and and then, you know, and then a couple of days are over and then, the next, and then you're right back to the next day, you know, and, you know, on to the next thing. And nothing, nothing sustains, you know, the present moment is always gone, like, within, you know, literally, it's just constantly progressing and stretching uh, our, our, our life out. So weird. Um, uh, I'm going to talk about this post I read today. It was basically say, uh, happy is the man who makes other people feel good about themselves, not only when they are with them, but also when they are in mind. And I thought, man, I need, that's, that's kind of the, the pinnacle of like being a human being. Like, how could you, how can you, you know, be that person, you know, and instead of just thinking about yourself all the time, being able to, like, make other people feel good when you're with them and then, and then make them f feel good when you're not with them, like, in their, in your head, you know, you, you think about that with your kids, you want to be, like, a positive thing that, and, and, and you help them out, you know, and hopefully you're not fucking up things too bad. Or saying things, or maybe acting out of anger. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's not easy. Um, but yeah, I had a really good show today at the Montauk, and it's kind of funny because I played there 
man, I want to say maybe a hundred times. I don't know. Maybe not that. Maybe close to that. I don't know. Between fifteen and hundred. I guess that's a pretty big variable, but it's possible. And um, today was by far the best show I ever played there. I had people were clapping almost at every song, and multiple people clapping. It wasn't like just like people I knew. Sometimes you know you get claps because people know you, you know, and that's always nice. But um, no, it was like legitimate, and uh, man, it was great. And I played a lot of country songs today, like because I got this country gig coming up. So I've been stretching myself, trying to play a few more country songs. There's a couple songs that I do already, and um, and probably a couple dozen, maybe total, that I do. Um, but I really like these the songs that I do, like the Tyler Children stuff. I really like. I do a Zach Bryan song. I do like two Zach Bryan songs, but I really do just one more often than not. Um, yeah, very uh, very cool, man. And um. I ended up getting a private show out of it, you know, and I and I just felt like I connected with so many people and I have no idea because my voice was all fucked up because I did a, I did a two-hour show on Friday and then a four-hour show Friday evening and then I went and saw my buddy Chad and it was super loud in there, super loud. Uh, the people were talking loud. The music was loud. Uh, it was all good. It was just loud. And fuck... I was talking to his wife. We're going back and forth talking. And I was like yelling at her, you know, like I was like literally yelling to get, you know, like projecting my voice in such a way where I was like, this is not the way that you need to speak when you speak. Like talking is you can lose your voice talking. People are like, how do you sing all the time? I'm like, well, because I I know how to sing without um, destroying my voice. Now, there's times where I kind of push too hard and it gets a little busted up and that's OK, but. Man, if you talk too much, you're using a part of your muscles in your in your vocal cords that just don't want to do that. And I even feel that right now. I'm talking so much, my my voice hurts. Um, yeah, talking sucks. Sucks balls. Sucks big gigantic balls. Anyway, their traffic is over. There was an accident. It was a BMW four door by BMW. Looked like he lost control. Maybe somebody swipe side swiped him. I don't know. But you know the ultimate driving vehicle and he's safe so uh, no harm done just maybe a little scared so good good for him glad he's okay um, so yeah Arizona 112 degrees today 116 I don't know the weather's been changing every 4 degrees uh, depending on where I'm at um, but yeah man I got my white pants on and my white shoes today so this is my new Montauk outfit I wear white shoes and uh, white pants to that gig especially during the summertime that's what I'm gonna start doing uh, it's just a good look for that place there's it's 80% female clientele that comes in there and um, and it's the, you know it's the right look I think and uh, I'm trying to get more money I'm trying to make more money you know more tips more money more money more money more money more money but uh, was I gonna bitch about anything probably not Oh, yeah, I, I kind of want to make a point. I had a, a, a great conversation with a friend that, uh, one of my best friends from back home yesterday. And, and um, you know, we every time we catch up, it's like we could talk all day and talk bullshit. And, but uh, we, we were talking about all the politics stuff and how it's like, you know, it's ruining our relationships and with friends and stuff like that. And it's really weird. And, you know, and he had made a, a, you know, comment about, yeah, back when, like, I was, 
real heavy about it. And I was like, when he first said it, I knew what he meant. But he also, it, but like, it can be interpreted like I was being like super political. And I was, I just want to say out loud that I never, ever want to be thought of as someone as political. But I also want to be someone that says, I, I'm not putting up with the bullshit either. I'm not going to sit down and go, well, you know, the government's too big and, you know, you got to do what they say. Some people are in those positions where they, they have to bow down. You know, if you own a business and the bit and they're telling you you got to do this, then, you know, you're not bigger than them. They're going to shut you down. Then I guess that's probably the case. But there were people who fought it and, um, you know, survived it. Um, you know, but I think the attitude is, you know, you just pick your battles. Um, but man, there was no way um, I was, de- you know, I was going to on, on the defense when people were trying to tell me that, yeah, it's two weeks to cure the curve and then. Whatever happened to that, you know? No one, you know, it's just, it's just so much lies. So many lies. Um, anyway, yeah, so he said that. I was like, ah, oh, God, I'm not, I'm not fucking political. I was like, y- you basically lied to us, told us we couldn't leave our houses. They like, told the American people we couldn't leave our houses. And that for the greater good, we had to help other people out. Like, don't you remember that bullshit? Um, and you should remember it because it's... It's basically why we are where we are and continuing to go go down that path now uh, of just the absolute bullshit. The other thing I want to talk about is there's that movie out talking about child trafficking. And I had posted something the other day, about similar, uh, tying it in there. And, and then, you know, and I, I keep hearing people saying that Hollywood didn't want to do it and, and all these things. And, and I, but I haven't really seen anything coming out from the left or CNN about this stuff and probably because I don't follow any of it uh, but I only hear like the people uh, maybe that are for the movie and who are just so against um, liberal thinking and Hollywood saying that they were against it but you know I guess the I guess what uh, what I've been um, informed is maybe they weren't f- funding Hollywood was going to fund the movie so they had to find like, you know, other people to fund the movie that were outside of Hollywood, and maybe Hollywood had not that didn't want to have anything to do with it. Kind of weird, don't you think? Um, it's weird if that's true that they didn't want to have anything to do with it, and it's weird that they had such a hard time convincing people to do it. And then you wonder, well, maybe was it because of Mel Gibson? Because he was kind of 86 from Hollywood anyway, uh, from the the the, the, the Jesus movie. Uh, the, I forget the name of it, though. Um, the Christ or something like that. Uh, oh, the Passion of the Christ. The Passion of the Christ. I can't remember. Um, I remember that when that movie came out. I remember, and these aren't my words. These are somebody else's words. But I started using them like, like they were my words. And I talk about that all the time. So how many times do we end up doing that? But, you know, like Christians hijacked that movie and made it like this thing. And um, back in the day and. Um, I watched it. It was pretty good. Um, I don't want to watch it again. And it's it's kind of surreal. You think about, you know, if that really happened. You know, it's hard. And, you know, you really don't know what really happened. You know, um, you can only gauge on the writings that are out there and, and, and hope that they weren't lying about it. You know, maybe they maybe there's some 
confusion about it, but you just hope they weren't lying. But maybe they were. I mean, if you look at what's going on now, you feel like, well, maybe they were lying about us. Maybe they've been lying to us about it for everything, and we're just, we're just waking up to the idea that we've been lied to. You've been lied to, motherfucker. You've been lied to, mother trucker. All right, that's all I got for you on a Sunday. Dirty Harris out. Y'all have a great week.